Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hello, Andrew Nimi. Good evening. How's it going? It's going well. Can you believe that it's almost Christmas? <laughs> uh, yes and no. I don't know. I don't feel like the year went by like incredibly fast to you. I must be older than you because my year went by incredibly fast. Did it? Yeah. You feel it? You feel that way? I do. I don't know. I don't really feel that way. No? We're slow? Average. I would say average year. Not slow, but average. Is this the speed you like? Or do you want slower or faster? Mm, yeah, it's a pretty good, pretty good pace for me, I think. I feel, like we were, I feel like when we were in South Africa, what was that, in February or March? That feels like a long time ago. Long time, these years. Uh, is that just the thing that people say? Oh, years go by so fast. Right. Some, some years go by faster than others. We'll put it that way. Yeah. I feel like the previous year went by faster than this one. I have no idea why. No scientific reasoning for you. No? No. You just come here with your sayings and then you have nothing nothing to back it up? Um, well, my video output was a little bit slower this year. But there was also like probably more travel and stuff just like nonstop going on. So I don't know why. I don't know why this year feels a little bit slower than the previous year. How do you feel about your video output being less than last year? I mean, I don't know if it's a great thing, but it's not uh, bad because I'm not just going to like force videos out if I don't feel like making a video. Ooh, excuse <laughs> us. But I think when you're launching a channel, I think it's very important to uh, kick it out pretty frequently and make that like as big of a focus in your life as possible if you want it to be, you know, successful channel. Do you ever think you'll daily vlog? Uh, it's for sure impossible uh, doing the thing I'm doing now. Like playing poker? Yeah. You think you could daily vlog if you weren't playing poker? I could daily vlog now, but the vlog would be, it would look way different than it looks now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But different is not always bad, right? No, not necessarily. Like, I don't know if there'd be any music in it or... No, music? What yeah. do you mean? Yeah. Because I think if I were to go do it, I would probably just do it on my phone. I guess you can drop tracks in on the mobile editor too, but... Sure can. That just takes time, you know, time that I wouldn't have. Man's got to sleep. I dare you. You dare me to daily vlog? Yeah. For you would. A one month. We would. We would decouple. <laughs> would it be an unconscious decoupling? <laughs> what is an unconscious decoupling? Because Gwyneth Paltrow and her partner had a conscious decoupling, which means I think you're both aware of what is happening and aware of all the different facets sure. of your decoupling. Okay. What's unconscious? It would just happen because you'd be so busy okay. and I'd be gone and you'd be like, oh, by the way, I used to, I used to, I used to have a, a, a girl yeah, probably. around these parts. You wouldn't even know. I'd just be vanished into daily vlogging world universe. What are your thoughts on this holiday season? I don't know. What are your Christmas, thoughts on it? Christmas time. What are your thoughts on it? I really like the fact that people are conscious about trying to spend time with their families and yeah. making an effort to see loved ones. Um, I think it's good that you take a breath. Um, I think it's good to sort of have, even if it's a day, to just reflect on your year. Mm -hmm. And hopefully you get to spend it with people who care about you. 
I know that's not always the case for people, and it's usually just like a very stressful time. And I think the reason Christmas becomes stressful is because of all the unnecessary things that we add to it that we think that we're supposed to do. Like presents? Yes. It gives me so much stress because I have never Because you might not get what you want? (laughs) Because I might not get what I want. I've never really been good at buying things, you know, like presents. Why? I don't know (laughs) because I overthink it. I always try and purchase stuff that will be both practical and nice to have, which is really difficult, right? Because like practical could be socks or pajamas. Yeah. But I want you to have pajamas, but also pajamas that you would actually really want to have. (laughs) And that's hard. because You could be putting too much stress on yourself, too much pressure on yourself. Yeah, but that's why I think you should just not buy presents at all. Yeah, I think that's a good what policy. What do you say? My presence is a present? My presence, yes. My <laughs> presence is a present. <laughs> when I go, come home to the family, Merry Christmas, I'm here. <laughs> now where's my presence? Um, but I was thinking about it, and it's just one of the love languages, right? Yes, commercialized. I think that's been taken too far. Mm-hmm. But it's one of the love languages, right. giving gifts. So if my love language is to receive gifts, then of course I like it when people give me gifts. Yeah. But it's not everybody's love language. So I think that Christmas should be based, or like these holiday periods, maybe you should give somebody in your family what their love language is and how they receive love. Well, how are you going to know what that is? So everyone has to do the test? Would it be a bad thing? Yeah. (laughs) But I think you sort of know that because some people, like you do know whether you like gifts or not. Like your dad couldn't be bothered about presents. Well, like what if, what if my brother likes uh, physical touch? How am I going to sort this? Give him a hug. (laughs) Give him a hug for Christmas? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's... (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I see what your I see what your point is, though, because you're forcing everyone into the same love language. Yeah, and for some of us who who whose love language it isn't to give gifts or whatever, it's it's very stressful. But for somebody who's very good at buying gifts, and you see something and you see somebody, you know what I mean? There's some people are just like that; they can see an item and then they know exactly who that item would be perfect for Mm -hmm. so i vote you vote no presents no presents or presents every or christmas every three years this whole christmas as it currently is a different way of christmas Mm -hmm. yeah maybe every year i don't know i do like opening my presents Especially from little bro. He knows what's up when it comes to presents. Yeah. Giving. See, like Jonathan doesn't even flinch. Like yeah. That's so easy for him. Yeah. So I need that in my life. His presence that he gives me. <laughs> but you don't get him a present. He's fine with that. Is he? Isn't yeah. he? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> well, what if it's their love? What if like giving presents is their love language and you're denying them that uh, they're the best day of their life? That's what I mean. I am not 
saying that if that's the way you show love, that you should stop. But it shouldn't, you shouldn't expect one-to-one. Because I think that's kind of the expectation, right? That if you give a present, I should buy a present. But what if my love language is acts of service? So I could clean the house or make dinner. Yeah. Then I don't, I shouldn't have to go buy presents because that's not my way of showing love. Yeah. Tough thing this Christmas. Um, I'm looking forward to it. Get Get a nice fire in the fireplace, eggnog. You like, like a good cup of nog? I love it. I know. Yeah. You know. You didn't get any this year. What do you mean? This year ain't over yet? Well, you're usually already drinking eggnog by... <laughs> That's by true. We should have some. We should have some right here. December 19th. Yeah. Andrew and I are heading to Michigan this weekend. Friday. For the Christmas holidays. What do you... How do you feel about like a week away from your grind um i don't know i guess it remains to be seen whether there's time for a short poker session in detroit it depends what we're all up to but yeah there will probably be a little slowdown over the holidays but that's probably fine we'll see i'm going to record either tonight or tomorrow so that'll be another video up i guess i don't know when maybe next week so put something up wish everyone a happy holidays and then we'll probably be uh, crossing that 100K subscriber mark, hopefully. I hope so. I hope so. What is the count? Let's have a look. Bring up the numbers. 99,630. Something like that. Okay. The first 300 mm-hmm. and what? Three, 601? What? Like the, 300, the first 370 people that go and subscribe right now will we'll be get- with... We'll be within the first 100,000 subscribers. <laughs> Everyone after that, you're the second 100,000. So if you want to be in that first 100,000, maybe go over to my YouTube channel and click subscribe. <laughs> it's so funny. You don't think people want to be in that first 100,000? I never thought of it as people would want to be in the first 100,000. Yeah, they might not realize they're going to get shut out. Yeah. From, from the first 100,000. <laughs> and then they'll never be able to get back in. Well, you'll only be in the second mm-hmm. 100,000 or right. third 100,000. Yeah. Oh. But never the first, unless you hurry and click subscribe. <laughs> Tell your friends to. Yeah. And it's free, by the way. <laughs> Just in case you didn't notice. <laughs> yeah. I saw that on your end card. That's right. Yeah. I think there's some people, maybe older demographic that might not realize how YouTube works. Look at the word subscribe and then... Uh, they think they got to pay for something. there's some payment involved. But no, this free. is free stuff, you guys. Should you um, ask your the tells audience to tell a friend to subscribe to? Yeah, sure. Well, I don't know. Don't worry about it too much. But if, oh, they, if you think oh your friends... If you oh, think- worry. I've been, <laughs> been worried about it for months now. Every okay. day I'm told... Almost there, baby. Inching towards 100,000. <laughs> so please. If uh, your friends might want to join you in that first 100,000, then yeah, maybe t- tell them. Okay. It's pretty cool, though. You know, it's like uh, there's Daniel Negreanu, there's Doug Polk, and nobody else, really. Who have plus. And those guys have teams, you know. Over 100,000 mm-hmm. subs. So that's cool. That is cool. 
We're so then what, what happens after 100,000? We have a massive party here in the apartment for as many people as, wanna, as they want to come. Oh. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Scrap that. Don't pretend you didn't hear that. What would you do if one day you came home and the apartment was just full of YouTube subscribers? <laughs> I would say hello. And then I would grab a bag. Go check into a hotel. See oh, you yeah. later. Okay. But you'd be over it pretty quick, short. Yeah, I'm going to say hi, but I'm not going to. No, like, I mean like you wouldn't stay mad at me. Mm, what do you think? I think you'd be pretty furious. <laughs> furious, huh? Yeah. Is that what you're planning? And then you're just going to be like, well, it's my 100,000 <laughs> subscriber party. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There'll probably be no party. I think you should celebrate. I think you should celebrate. I think you should show me a throw me a surprise party. It's not a surprise if you ask for your own party. Whatever. I won't know what day it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, anyone wanting to volunteer to throw Andrew a 100K <laughs> surprise party? Is that what you want? Yeah. Reach out to us. Hello at tellspodcast.com. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you hope Santa will bring you for Christmas? How about some video games? That'd be fun. Take me back to my childhood. I don't know when you'll be able to play those video games. We just got to make time. Let's play this Fortnite thing. All the kids are doing it. What is Fortnite about? Do you know? Yeah, it's like you're either solo or you're on a team and you run around the, the map, the world, and you shoot each other. And you also build uh, like forts or like towers and stuff. And you jump on top of the tower and you shoot people. Isn't that so weird that we want, we always want environments that we're not in. Like in the 50s, we were dreaming about now, <laughs> like having a telephone in your hand that you can just call anybody. And then we're here, but we mm. want to go back and be like, nope, Start building forts, fighting for no reason. Like there's nothing to fight about. <laughs> for the exhilaration of first place, finishing in first place in the game, in the battle. So it ends? Yeah. And then? You get like 100 people together into the map of the world. Mm -hmm. And then it's like last man standing is victorious. And what do you win? Points. Okay. See, I'm not, I'm not about that. Life. I mean, there's tournaments and stuff. Oh, I actually heard that the U.S. military is using, they have a Fortnite team. Yeah. And they are going to the tournaments as a way to recruit. It's pretty smart. So they, they have this whole team and they go there in their uniform, hoping that the kids around will ask them what they do and whatever and yeah. how... And using that to recruit. Kind of creepy. Probably smart, but creepy. I mean, it's like going where your audience is, right? Mm -hmm. So that's good. But I mean, I mean, I didn't grow up with a country with like a big military. Right. So that is still very foreign to me. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I don't know if I'll be into the Fortnite thing. Yeah, let's I check just... it out. I'm not going to join the military. You're not going to join the military. <laughs> okay, shall we go to some listener feedback? 
Yes, we shall. First of all, thank you for writing in, listeners of the podcast. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't want to tell them? That's your cue to tell them where they can write in. If you'd like to send us some feedback, message, love note, hello at tellspodcast.com. Okay. There you go. Okay. Who wrote to us? We received an email from John. Okay. John says, hello, Andrew and Boosie. I am a 26-year-old Marine Corps vet from New Jersey, as well as a recreational player. I've been listening to the podcast from the beginning and love how balanced you two are, yet different and accepting to each other's ideas and views in so many ways. It's Hmm. something I look forward to every week. Thanks, John. What do you think we have differing views on but are accepting of? Mm, A lot of things. What? I can't think of anything. You think we're the same? What do you Everything. think? What do you think we have differing views on, but we accept each of the other person's view? Your partying. <laughs> what partying? Your propensity to party. <laughs> your desire to party so much. I don't see that happening. I'm also a big fan of Andrew's vlog, and I'm hoping to receive some favorable apparel for the holidays from my family. John, I really hope your family. I hope they come through. Yeah. John's family. And if they don't, drop me an email. Hello at Tell's <laughs> okay. Podcast with their email address so I can write them a nice little email as well. Be okay. like... Carry on, please. <laughs> <laughs> My question for Andrew is, when you host meetup games and don't do well, as a professional poker player, does sometimes losing to recreational players affect your overall game or mentality? Do you second guess your strategy? Use the hand reviews as another tool to learn from or is it not that big of a deal because in hindsight you're there for the fun best of luck to you both in your future endeavors and may next year be as favorable as possible thanks john happy holidays to you too thanks john um so when i lose to people at the meetup games recreational players you tilt your face off do i get extremely angry yes i mean nobody likes to lose you know we're all trying to when we go to the meetup games we're all trying to win but uh pretty laid-back environment you know i think people tend to just have a good time whether they're winning or losing but yeah i'm going to be playing against recreational players not only at the meetup games but in my regular games so um yeah i think you always want to uh be taking a look at your play see what happened in those hands and learn something if there is something to be learned you know it depends on how the how the loss happened whether it was you got the money and good and you experienced negative variance or it was a drinking loss like a beer loss. <laughs> like you did something dumb after too many beers or what? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's something to look at and <laughs> see what's going on in your life and drinking problems. <laughs> Does it affect your overall game or mentality? Um, I'm not sure what you mean. Like as far as like tilting goes, maybe? Probably. Because I think, I, I think, I I'm hope I'm understanding what John's saying. Like, as a professional poker player, wouldn't you feel worse losing to somebody who's just a recreational player and not so bad losing to a professional? Not really. I think for me personally, when I get like outplayed by a professional, then it's kind of frustrating because it's like I'm supposed to be better than this. I'm supposed to be up to par. You know, I'm supposed to be like studying and putting in work and I should have known how to play differently in this spot. Mm. 
Um, so that's a little bit like frustrating. But if I lose to a recreational player, it's almost like a lot better that way. Because if I lose the professional, that's going to be probably going to be money that's taken out of the player pool. If it's <laughs> if you lose it to a recreational, then chances are they're going to bring that money back to the uh, the play the poker economy. And it's not often that like you really get. I mean, it definitely happens from time to time. You might get outplayed by a recreational. You know, like they might pull a bluff off on you or something. But you're going to have reasons for doing what you do. And if you usually play against recreationals over a long period of time, then you're going to be making money, you know? So no, I don't mind losing to recreational players really. Cause you know, you're going to get the money back. Yeah. All right. So there you have it, John. Andrew wants your money. <laughs> Come to meetup games at your own risk. But I don't even think that for the most part, even when you go to work on a non-meetup game, there's going to be a combination, right, of professionals and recreational players. So the meetup game is pretty much the same situation. Yeah. Because sometimes you have professionals who come to the meetup games as well, right? Sure. So is it just like more professionals at the at work? And less at the meetup game, or is it about the same? I think it's about. I think it's about the same, but the meetup games just have a different vibe to them. You know, yeah. There's people like, just come to hang out. Yeah, there's lot. there's more chatting going on. There's more beverages. There's bomb pots and stuff. Like every dealer change, you do a bomb pot usually. There's straddling going on sometimes. Um, yeah, it's just like a different kind of environment. Would you want that to be your everyday work environment, like a mugs environment? Yeah. What about the drinking portion? I would have to tone it down somewhat. But that would be exciting to go to work like mugs every day. Yeah, I think so. So what do you think it would take for a regular room to be that way? Is it? Well, not everyone wants to partake in that, you know. Some people want like. Serious. They want to put headphones on and they want to grind. You know, they don't really want to conversate. They're not there to like make friends and be social. They just came to get some money. Mm -hmm. Get some money. Yeah. Okay. So it's unlikely that casinos will be like that. Do you think it'll always be just like events that people put on that are like that versus mm, a poker well, room becoming? You can find games that are like ours for sure. You know, sometimes you have, you find yourself in a really fun game. People are socializing and having beverages and stuff and there's lots of action in the game you know straddling and all sorts of stuff going on so you never really know but like for a room to always be like that i don't know that would be pretty cool if it was i don't know how they would do that maybe it's tough for a room to do that because it's sort of like manufactured but and there's new people coming in from out of town and all sorts of places right and they might not know what the deal is maybe so it could be hard to sort of but you could just have a rule book. <laughs> like if you're in a bad mood, maybe this room is not for you today because there's lots of fun happening here. And then you can go to I a think, serious room. I think we just need different lighting. That would be a good start. You know, we need like like nightclub lighting stuff going on. <laughs> oh, God. Strobe lights and stuff. <laughs> then add some go-go dancers to the poker room. No. Male and female. No. No? Okay. <laughs> 
But what do I know? I don't even play poker. So what do I know about what is necessary at a poker room? You've some been... girl, some some uh, shot girls coming around, handing out free shots. Okay, so do you have any feelings when you lose? Uh, yeah, sure. I get frustrated. And what does that feel sometimes, like in your body? Sometimes annoyed and body temperature rising a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, sure. I'm human. And do you ever go for a walk when you are feeling hot? Uh, once in a, once in a while, but usually not usually just kind of grind. I, one thing I like to do is switch seats. I don't think not for like, not like for, what do you call it? Superstitious. Reasons? Yes. Not for superstitious reasons. Um, but just to like get a different perspective of the game. Like, like I find if I change my perspective of the table, it's better than just sitting and stewing in that same spot where you remember the thing that happened to you. So switch seats at a different table? Or same, same table, table or different table, either way. Just to get like a different perspective, you know, switch your mind a little bit out of that exact same viewpoint. Okay. But well, this is a really s silly question, but ha do you have to tell somebody you're switching seats? If there's an open seat, you can just grab it, assuming sometimes there's like a first seat change button. Someone will get the option to change first, but don't worry about that. If... Uh, if there's an open seat, usually you can just move into it at the same table. But if you want to switch tables, you ask the floor person. And they'll move you. Yeah. Okay. I, I get a little steamed. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to talk about feelings more. You would? So I think we should set a date to talk about your feelings. Okay. Um, maybe next podcast. Okay. So you have some time to think about it and... I'm thinking like what sort of feelings you experience, right? So like you said, annoyed and or frustrated, but also more feelings like because there's a wide range, right? There's a big spectrum of emotions. Yeah. And obviously you might not feel all of those at the poker room. Okay. But so I'm curious to know... A little bit more about how you, what you feel and how you process your feelings. So you have some homework. Okay, doctor. Because <laughs> don't you think you can learn a lot from your feelings or no? Probably. Yeah, it's good to be like self-reflective, right? And how this stuff is making you feel, this poker thing. Yeah, and then other, like obviously other parts of your life too. What do you mean? So if you go from frustrated, mm -hmm. how do you get to unfrustrated? I win a hand. So what if you never win? You just have the whole night frustrated? Yeah. And then you come home and then how do you deal with that feeling when you come home? Go to sleep. And that just what? Actually, I, I, I eat some Tapatio flavored Doritos first. <laughs> Boy, are those things good. And then I go to bed. And then I wake up and I go play poker again. So you haven't dealt with your feelings? No. Sometimes I'll go to the gym. That helps. But no, there's no dealing with it. Do you, Does that scare you? Is there no value in dealing with it? Or do you just feel so overwhelmed with the amount of stuff that you think you have to do that you don't have time to deal with your feelings? Yeah, exactly. But then what do you think will come of it? What will the result be of not dealing with your feelings? Aren't you afraid that you'll just explode one day? Well, I mean, I'm a winning poker player, so eventually I'll win. So then the feelings will be gone. 
but we could probably improve this process. <laughs> <laughs> we should uh, record a session immediately after. We should record a podcast immediately after a losing session. To get a get an accurate read of your feelings. Yeah, the raw feeling. Okay, but that's the thing too. It doesn't always have to just be bad feelings that you are. Well, the good feelings are the easy part. Are analyzing. No. No. Okay. How so? Well, either Be- way. Because if the good feeling, like if you win doing something wrong, right? Like you get lucky, you're still going to get a good feeling, but that is not conducive to the next time. I guess. So you can't Maybe. just say the good feelings are the Maybe. easy ones. Uh, I think this is all we have time for on this week's episode of Tal's podcast. Please write to us. Let us know what you would like to hear more of on this podcast. Because we're going to do our best in the new year to include that. I know we've had some interview requests, which Andrew still needs to reach out to all the nice people. Hmm. So that's one thing. Another thing. Happy, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Do we know if we're recording next week or we don't know yet? We don't know yet. Okay. We might have had too much eggnog. Yeah, that's true. With We're going to have a lot of it. Shrimp cocktail. Eggnog with shrimp cocktail? Lebanese food. Okay, baby. I asked about the eggnog. Jets pizza. <laughs> I don't understand where the shrimp cocktail came from. When These I asked about things, what are we going to have with the eggnog. Things that I get to have more of when I'm home. Why you can't you just get you, shrimp cocktail you here? You don't put out a nice shrimp cocktail like my parents do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even like shrimp cocktails. Not really. See? Okay. Happy holidays, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, send Boosie a nice message on hello at tellspodcast.com. And then we will <laughs> either see you next week or the week after that. And by see you, I mean you'll hear our voices. Okay. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye.